0: Hey everybody, Uh, thanks so much for joining with us. Uh, Is uh, tell you tonight how I feel, how I'm feeling, Uh, and then um, I think that uh, connects to uh, Acts, uh, the first couple chapters um, that we've been looking at the last uh, couple Wednesday nights, Uh, and and, and from there I, I think we'll... Uh, receive some real good direction and answers Uh, and then we'll just we'll just wrap it all up together uh, with a with a very real and helpful um, application uh, to uh, to help all that we look at tonight uh, actually play out uh, in our lives but before we do that um, let's pray together Uh, there's a there's a lot to pray uh, for a lot to pray uh, about Uh, so so tonight let's just ask the lord not only to meet with us but you know we got a lot of people uh, sick uh, and and in need of God's healing touch. So let's pray that as well. Uh, pray with me, will you? Uh, Lord, we are uh, thankful tonight for the opportunity to uh, to be together, uh, even though it's it's online. Lord, uh, we're we're thankful for it and to study Your Word and pray uh, that You would move, that You would uh, be with us, that You would speak to the, to us. Lord, we just open up our hearts to receive. Uh, your word tonight and we invite you to come and speak into uh, our lives come and meet with us we pray uh, in Jesus uh, mighty name Lord we also uh, know that there are uh, that there are many right now who who are sick uh, uh, with uh, with not only with this virus Lord but but with other things and 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 have other health health issues so we just uh, right now Lord cry out to you and ask for your healing touch upon them Uh, Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, just come and bring wholeness uh, and health and healing uh, in Jesus' uh, mighty name. Great physician, uh, come and move healing uh, in their lives, we pray uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Again, Lord, uh, just come here and be with us and bless our time together. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Uh, I am thankful uh for you uh, and uh and thankful for our time uh together uh, and uh what what I'd like to do uh is um is tell you how I've been how I've been feeling uh, and uh, uh I think uh, a good way to do that uh, is to go to the book of Jude uh, you know that little book wonderful little book in the Bible right before uh, the book of Revelation uh, where where Jude actually tells us Uh, how he's feeling Uh, and then I would just like to just like to say that I'm I'm feeling like Jude uh, right now and uh, and have been Um, but let's start at Jude right at the beginning Jude uh, verse one he says he starts out just by uh, telling us who he is Uh, Jude a servant of Jesus Christ uh, and a brother of James so he he tells us who he is and then he's going to tell us who he's writing to to those who have been called, uh, who are loved by God the Father and kept by Jesus Christ. Uh, so he's, he's writing to the church. Uh, he's writing to the saints, to those who have been called, uh, who are loved by God the, the Father and, and who are kept uh, by our Lord and Savior uh, Jesus Christ. Verse 2, mercy, peace, and love be yours uh, in abundance. So, so he tells us who he is, tells us uh, who he's writing to and then he just uh, wants a blessing on the saints a blessing on the on the people of god he he wants uh, you and and me to have mercy and peace and love he, he wants it to be ours uh, and and not in small measures either he, he wants us to have it uh, in uh, in abundance uh, so i think that adds like a beautiful light Uh, to everything else that he's going to say because because everything else that he's going to say really enforces and lines up with with his desire right from the beginning uh, that the people of god would have mercy and and peace and love and that we would have it in abundance in verse 3 he says dear friends uh, although i was very eager to write to you about the salvation uh, we share. So he, so now he's starting to share his feelings with us and he tells us that, that what he was excited about and, and eager to do uh, was to write and to talk to the people of God, to the, to the church about the salvation that's not only his, but is theirs, the salvation that they share, the salvation uh, that we share. Uh, but then the, the second half of the verse he says, but I felt, you know, see, so he's, he's telling us how he's feeling. I felt I had to write And urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. So Jude, just sharing his feelings, uh, saying, I'm, "I'm wanting to write about the salvation we share, but I felt like I had to, I had to write to you and urge you to contend for the faith." To contend for the the true faith that was entrusted not only to Jude but he says entrusted to the church entrusted uh, to uh, the saints so he's he 's writing to the church, writing to the people of God. Uh, we know that again from that verse because he says the salvation that we That we share, and he says, "That's what I want to. That's what I want to talk about." uh, But, but what's stirring in me? What I feel like I've got to do is I've got to contend for the faith, and I want to urge you as well to contend uh, for uh, the faith. You, You know, so in no way trying to compare myself to Jude i'm just saying that that the way that he is feeling here uh, is the way that i've uh, been feeling and maybe you've been feeling this way as well that that man i want to I wanna preach about uh, the salvation that we share. I wanna talk about the salvation that we share. I, I wanna talk about uh, the love and, and mercy and grace and forgiveness of God and the salvation that we uh, find in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And, and we have to do that. And I'm not saying we're gonna not do that. And I am uh, doing that. But, but also, uh, you know, I feel uh, urged and compelled to contend uh, for the faith and and feel like that we need to I need to urge you uh, to uh, to contend uh, for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints that's been entrusted to us uh, the people of God uh, for our generation and uh, and you know you you may say why why do we need to contend for the faith and and the reason we need to contend for the faith is the same reason that jude gives here as he continues in verse four he says for certain men for certain individuals for certain for certain people whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you it's very interesting isn't it that that a uh, and he says that there are there are individuals uh, who have who have secretly you know deceptively uh, slipped in among the church that they've that they've that they've infiltrated uh, the people of God if you will they've they've come into the church but but he makes it clear that they are not part of uh, the church because he says he says there uh, that their that their condemnation was written about uh, long ago. Uh, So, so we know that they're not part of the church, you know, because we know uh, that no one in Christ Jesus uh, is is uh is under condemnation right romans romans 8 uh, 1 therefore uh, now uh, there is no condemnation uh, for those who are in uh, christ jesus so so these individuals their condemnation has been written about long ago they are they are not part of the church but they have slipped in among uh, the church and he continues in the second part of verse four there and says they are godless they're they're godless people you know so so here again their condemnation's been written about long ago and and they're godless and i don't think that you can be you know an actual part of the church uh, of the body of Christ uh, and be in Christ and and be godless you know you can't be you can't be godless and yet called by God and loved by God the Father and kept by our Lord and Savior uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, you may be godless and have slipped in and are among the church, but you're not godless and are a part of the church. You're not godless and, and are a saint. So, so their condemnation has been written about long ago. They're, they're godless. They're not a part of the church, but they have infiltrated the church and slipped into the church uh, and, uh, and have secretly done so and, and deceptively done so. They are godless. Uh, they are godless individuals who change the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ, our only sovereign and Lord. So, so the reason Jude says, I, I feel like I've got to contend for the faith and I feel like I've got to urge you to contend for the faith, he says, because there's, there has gotten in to the church, uh, uh, pollution there's gotten into the church uh, poison there's gotten into the church uh, deception there's gotten into the church uh, lies it's come in uh, by by those whose condemnation has been written about long ago by the by the godless who have gotten into uh, the church and are promoting a false faith are not are not proclaiming the the true faith Are are, are teaching things that that are not right are teaching things that aren't true, and and these things are getting into the church. And the reason Jude says I, I feel like we've got to we've got to stand against this and contend for the faith is because, is because people were embracing these false teachings and this and this false truth, and they were believing these false teachings and and, and this false truth. And and just like that was happening in in Jude's time it can it has continued to happen throughout the years and it is happening uh, in our day as well and and it seems like it's you know accelerated uh, that uh that all of these things that that used to seem like they were outside the church and and not believed in uh are now getting into the church and and people are uh in the church are believing uh, in things that are that are not right, are believing in things that are that are not true uh, that are that are false uh, you know so uh, so all this uh, poison and deception and pollution is is getting into the church, and so uh, you know so you feel uh, as as one of those called by God, and I hope you feel the same way uh, that we've got to contend against this, that we've got to stand up against this that we 've got to fight. Against us, that we've got to contend uh, for the true faith. You know that that's what Paul calls calls it in in Second in, uh, in First Timothy 2. He says he says you know I'm I'm I am an apostle, uh, one who is called to proclaim the true faith, the true faith of our Lord and Savior uh, Jesus Christ. And the reason he puts that true faith on there is because there's such a uh, such a uh, uh, an abundance of false ideas that are just shifting and changing and polluting the faith, uh, just. Just a hair, uh, just a little bit. Uh, so, so how I'm feeling, kind of how Jude uh, was feeling that that we need to make sure that we're standing up against these things, that we are watching over the faith, and that we are uh, contending uh, for the faith and are standing against what is what is false, what is uh, what is not true. And by the way, Jude gives us two wonderful helps here. He says that a way of identifying these false teachings. Uh, and these these uh, these false people, these godless people, uh, is that they will that they will want to change the grace of God uh, into a license for immorality. You know, so so they'll be all about because of the grace of God, sin is okay. That that's you know that's one of their ideas. It's one of their uh, one of their teachings, and and then they'll deny Jesus Christ as only uh, sovereign uh, and Lord. So you know, so Jesus uh, won't be enough. Jesus won't. Be sufficient, or, or or you know, Jesus isn't the only way. There's other ways that uh, that we can find salvation in life and and come uh, to the Father. So so anytime you hear anyone you know denying Jesus as the only way, the truth, and the life, then then that's someone you should stop listening to and not be influenced by them or or or, or believe in them. And any anytime someone you know says that sin is now okay because of the love and mercy and And grace of God, they are pointing out that they don't understand at all what grace is, and that's someone that you should no longer listen to uh, uh either uh so you know so so what we need to do uh, is uh is we need to watch out that uh that this doesn't get into the church you know on our watch, and uh one of the great ways that we can do that uh, is to is to make sure that it doesn't get into us, that, it, that we don't get polluted by these ideas, that it doesn't get into our faith, that it doesn't get into to our uh, thinking, uh, that all of a sudden we're not embracing and, and believing uh, the deceptive, destructive, uh, false ideas that are, that are starting to slip into and, and infiltrate uh, the church. And, and I think if we go back uh, to, the, uh, to the first part of the book of Acts, uh, that we will uh, see in here um, some really clear and powerful help that that we probably know uh, and then and uh, and then there's an application uh, that I, that I think will help us to kind of wrap all of this uh, together so uh, back in the book of acts we've got the uh, we've got the church uh, starting. And and moving and beginning to flourish and grow and and do the things uh, that uh, uh, that the Lord Jesus has uh, has wanted them uh, to do, and and the church, um, you know, all throughout the Book of Acts uh, faces persecution, um, but that's not the only problem that they have, and that's not the only thing uh, that that they face, and 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 that's not really the the thing. Uh, that gave them that much difficulty. Actually, it seemed like persecution uh, made the church grow. Uh, the, the thing that really came against them and that they really had to deal with all throughout the book of Acts uh, was, was what we read about in Jude. It was, it was false teachers infiltrating uh, the church and and proclaiming and and teaching and influencing uh, in ways that were false in ways that were not true and and people in the church embracing uh, and believing you know, those things so not only did the church have to face uh, persecution uh, but they but they had to continually contend uh, for the faith uh, that was once for all entrusted uh, to to the saints and uh, and uh, the way that they were able to to uh to, to accomplish this and to uh, and, and to navigate uh, not only the opposition from the world and the persecution uh but also the uh the uh the strategy of the enemy to 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 get false doctrine into the church and divide it uh, the way that they were able to do this uh, i think is is the way that we need to do it uh, as well so when you read the book of acts what you will find is you will find a church uh, that is that is Holy Spirit filled. Uh, so, so what I want to say to you tonight is the way that you're going to be able to uh, navigate the times that we are in and to contend for the faith and make sure that you are not influenced or or polluted uh, by the the godless who want to infiltrate the church and, and, uh, and bring false teaching and doctrine into the church uh, is, is to be Holy Spirit filled. Uh, you, you need to be Holy Spirit uh, led. Uh, you, need to, you need to have the power of the Holy Spirit moving and at work in your life. This is, this is not a day, and these are not times, uh, to arrogantly think uh, that that we can do the things that God has called us to do without the power uh, of the holy spirit that that we can be the people that God has called us to be and 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 proclaim the gospel of Jesus name and contend for the true faith without the help and guidance and and counsel and power of the holy spirit we've we've got to have the holy spirit at work in our lives. We've got to be led by the Holy Spirit, empowered by the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in Acts 1 to the church, he told them, he told them that he wanted them to go and be witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. But then he said, But before you do that, I want you to go to Jerusalem and I want you to wait for the for the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then you're going to be you're going to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and then you're going to have power to be witnesses. You're going to have power to do the things that I have called you to do. But he said, don't, don't start until you have been filled with the Holy Spirit and have received uh, the Holy Spirit because you are going to need the power of the Holy Spirit at work in your life. And, and if you, if you read through the book of Acts, you will find A church that is filled with the Holy Spirit. A church that is led by the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, right now the times that we live in, it is a time to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And it is a time to be led by the Holy Spirit. And and the Holy Spirit at work in your life is going to keep you from being Deceived. He's going to keep you, he's going to keep you from being uh, led astray. Uh, He's going to, he's going to help you to, to see the truth and help you to identify and see what's false. And he's going to, he's a guide that is going to navigate us uh, through these difficult times uh, that we are in uh, so that we can, so that we can continue to proclaim the salvation that is found in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and so that we can continue to contend for the faith uh, that has once for all been entrusted to uh, the saints. Now, not only uh, is the church in the book of Acts uh, guided by the Holy Spirit um, and and filled with the Holy Spirit, but but also we see that, that they are full of the Word of God and that they are guided by the Holy Scriptures, and that it is the it is the Holy Spirit working together with the Holy Scriptures that shows them what's taking place, that shows them why it's taking place, that shows them what they need to do, what they need to say, what's happening right now, where they, where they need to go. You know, we, see, we see in the first couple chapters of Acts, Peter continually quoting the Word of God. He's he's saying he, he's continually quoting Scripture and allowing Scripture to be a lamp unto his feet and a light unto his path. And, and if the first church needed the Word of God to, to be a guide and to be a lamp... And to give them direction, uh, then we, the now church, we still need the word of God to be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path and, and come into our lives and lead us and, and bring direction to us. And, and when we, when we are not only filled with the Holy Spirit, but we are filled with the Holy scriptures, you, we then have what we need to not be deceived. And to, to see and to know where to go and, and what to do and to, and to recognize what's going on right now around us. You, you remember in Acts chapter 2, when, when, uh, on the day of Pentecost, uh, when they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And uh and 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 the people were amazed by what was going on. And and some said, nah, I don't know what's going on here, but these guys are just drunk, you know, and others were saying, Man, something powerful is is taking place. I hear the mysteries of God being proclaimed in my own language, and these guys don't even know my language. So there was like this confusion about what's happening, this confusion about what is going on. What does Peter do? Peter stands up filled with the Holy Spirit, and he and he He gives clarity to what's going on by quoting the Holy Scriptures. So he's full of the Holy Spirit, and he's full of the Holy Scriptures, and because of that, he is able to tell everybody what is happening. He's like, no, 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 we're not drunk. He says, this is what's taking place. This is what was prophesied by Joel, by the prophet Joel, and then he quotes the Holy Scriptures because the holy spirit has come and highlighted those scriptures for him that he knows to show him what is taking place what's going on and and, and to bring to him uh, wisdom and direction uh, for uh, for for their for for their day and for uh, their future and and we see this happening all the time in the church they are being guided by the holy scriptures being guided by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit and the Word of God uh, working together uh, to uh, to lead them uh, through difficult and and challenging uh, times. Uh, and uh, in Acts chapter four again, we see this we see this uh, take place. Uh, I know that we've talked about this passage of Scripture, but it's just so relevant. Uh, for today uh, Peter and John remember were arrested uh, for the uh, for the for the miracle uh, that had taken place the healing of the man uh, in the temple uh, in Acts chapter 3 and and then the preaching you know crowd gathered so Peter preached and, and then they're arrested uh, and then they are told um hey you know we're going to let you guys go but you've got to stop preaching uh, in the name of Jesus and Peter says no we can't we can't do that. So this is kind of the first opposition that they face. And then Peter and John, after they're released from prison, they come back together with the church. They come back together you know, with their people. And and here's what they do: they are they are guided by the Holy Spirit to the Holy Scriptures, and they recognize from the Word of God that the Holy Spirit leads them to the things that are taking place, and they receive direction. On what they should do, and then they pray. Let me let me read it to you again. I, I know we've read this, but man, this is such a a relevant and important scripture. Listen to this. This is Acts four, verse twenty three. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Uh, so, uh, so we've already said here that that we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, and then we've and then that we need to be full uh, of the Holy uh, Scriptures. And and that the church, this first church, was was devoted to the Scriptures. They were they were filled with the with the with the Word of God uh, and they were full of the Holy Spirit. And and now here we see them the first time they're facing some persecution and opposition, they come together uh, in prayer. And this, this is what they said, Sovereign Lord, they said, You made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them verse 25 you spoke by the holy spirit through the mouth of your servant our father david why do the nations rage and the people's plot in vain the kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers gather together against the lord and against his anointed one so so they're quoting the holy scriptures here to to see what's going on and taking place in the times that they are in Indeed, Herod, verse 27, and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, verse 29, consider their threats. Here Here they're praying, and they're asking God for something. He said, now, Lord, consider their threats, and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Their prayer is that God will help them and enable them to continue to proclaim the word of the Lord and to do it with boldness. Verse 30, stretch out your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant Jesus. Verse 31, after they prayed... The place where they were meeting was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. So, so they are, they are in this time of need, in this time of opposition, and they recognize from the Holy Scriptures and from the Holy Spirit what is taking place, what's going on, and what they need to do. And then, they pray and they ask God for power, for help, for boldness so that they can proclaim the word of the Lord and they ask him to continue to come and do miracles and And God answers their prayer in verse 31. The place is shaken and they are filled with the Holy Spirit and they speak the word of God boldly. So... Let me, let me see if I can wrap all this together here. What we need, if we are going to navigate through the times that we are in, if we are not going to uh, allow, allow the faults and the, and, the, and the poisonous and the evil and, and the deceptive to, to slip into us, to secretly slip into us and pollute us, if, if we're not going to allow that into the church, if we're going to contend for the faith and, and navigate the times, we've got to be filled with the Holy Scriptures. You've got to be filled with the Holy Scriptures. You've got to be filled with the Word of God. You've, you've got to. And you've got to be full of the Holy Spirit. You, you've, got to be, you've got to be more and more sensitive every day to the, to the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. And not only... Not only do you have to be more sensitive, but you've got, to, you've got to be every day submitting to the Holy Spirit's work in your life. And, and every day you've got to make sure that you are hiding God's word in your heart, that you are filling yourself with the word of God. Now, now, maybe you're seeing that. You're seeing me, you know what, I, I need to be filled with the Holy Scriptures. And, and I need to be every day more and more sensitive to the Holy Spirit, to the guidance of the Holy Spirit and the, and the help of the Holy Spirit and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. And, and, and I need to be submitting every day more and more to the Word of God and to the Holy Spirit. I, I know I need this, but, but I'm struggling with it. So, so when we recognize we're struggling with something and we recognize that we need something, what do we do? We pray and we ask, God for help that's what that's what James says in in verse 1 where he's talking about wisdom he says if you recognize you lack wisdom and you need wisdom he says pray and and he says basically when you pray for real God's gonna move so so that's what that's how I want to end tonight I want to I want to tell you pray and pray for real like it's time to to just stop praying and going through the motions It's time to, you know, you know, fake prayers. Just I don't really want this or or, or feel like I need this. I'm just going through the motions. Pastor Jason said to do this. We've got to get a little desperate. And, And when you pray like for real, desperate, passionate prayers, like like you recognize, you know what? I'm not full of the word of God like I need to be, but I need to be. And and you pray and you cry out to God. Man, God moves when we pray for real. This church here in Acts, they're not messing around. They're not not praying uh, silly prayers. They're not praying uh, fake uh, prayers. They're not going through the, well, we should probably gather together and pray. No, no, they're for real. They're praying for real, passionate prayers. We need the help of the Holy Spirit. We need power from on high. We need God to come and give us boldness so we can continue to proclaim the word of the Lord. We need Him to move miraculously. That is, they are, they are crying out to God. They're doing it for real. And, and I think it's time for us, the people of God, who are, who are called, who are loved by God the Father and kept by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who, who have mercy and peace and love in abundance, who have been once for all entrusted with contending for the true faith, who who share, share the same salvation. We need to be a people who are filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and, it, and if we need that, then we ought to for real pray and cry out to God and open ourselves up and say, Lord, I need right now. The help of the Holy Spirit in my life. I need the power of the Holy Spirit at work in my life. I need every day to be more and more in tune. Every day to be more and more sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And we open ourselves up and ask God for that. And we pray that for real, God is going to move in our lives. And, and we need to be, we've, we've got to, there, there is, there are too many Christians who have no idea what the Holy Scriptures say. It is time to have the Word of God hidden down inside of our hearts. It is time for our, our hearts to be filled with God's Word, our thinking to be full of God's Word, for, for our everyday speaking and, and, and deciding to be led by the Word of God. We need that in our lives, so we need to pray. You need to pray and cry out to God and say, Lord, I need, I need to be filled with the Word of God. I need to be full of the Holy Scriptures. I need your help. I need you to help me get in this book. I need you to help me get this book in me. And, and if we will begin to pray this and pray it for real, we're going to find our, our, ourselves being full of the Holy Spirit and full of the Word of God. And if we are, we will be able to navigate. We will be able to stand we will be able to proclaim the word of god with with boldness and we will be able to contend for the faith so that it doesn't get so that the false doesn't get in us and the false doesn't get in the church so let's pray together right now let's pray for real let's cry out to god and ask him uh, to fill us with the holy spirit and to fill us with the holy scriptures let's pray lord uh, hopefully we recognize there's a lot going on, and and there's a attack against the church, and that there's a lot of, of faults that is slipping into the church, and and we, as your people called by your name, we need we need the wisdom that comes from the Holy Spirit. Uh, we need the wisdom that comes from the Holy Scriptures, and so we we just cry out to you right now, Lord, and 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 we open ourselves up to you, and we say we say fill us with your word and fill us with your spirit and 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 we don't care what that means we don't we don't care what we have to let go of or or shift or change we we're, we're open to you we we want you to do in our lives whatever you will do in our lives we we don't have to be able to explain it or understand it if it's from you you know, we want it and we ask that you would just fill us uh, tonight fresh and new with the power of the Holy Spirit and that, and that tonight and, and tomorrow and the next day and the day after that and the, and the week after that and the year after that, that every day we would become more and more full of the Word of God and, and more and more sensitive to the Holy Spirit and, and more and more courageous and, and, and willing to to uh, submit ourselves to the leading of the Holy Spirit and to the leading of the Holy Scriptures. We pray this. We need your help. We ask you for it. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, I, I don't ever like to close with, uh, without giving you an opportunity to make uh, Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. If, if you've not done that, I hope you will tonight and, and you'll become a part of the church, a part of the body of Christ and, and share in the salvation that, that we all share in and and mercy and peace and love will be yours in abundance. If you want to make Jesus the Lord of your life tonight, then just, just pray with me. I'm going to pray. Just repeat after me. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I believe that you are salvation that You are life, that You are truth, that You are Lord and God and King. Jesus, I open my heart, and I ask You to come in and be my Savior and be my Lord. I receive Your forgiveness. I give You my life. And right now, tonight, I make You my Savior. I make You my Lord. I make You my forever passion. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I hope you prayed that uh, prayer tonight. Uh, If you did, uh, then your life has just been forever changed because that's what the grace of God does. Thanks for uh, joining with me tonight. God bless you. Make sure uh, that you are in church somewhere on Sunday. God bless.